Good evening, whatever it is on your side. I am the host of the CBW brand, Christian Williams. I, we are in the season of entrepreneurs, which I would look good in this app spotlight. But today it's not on me. It's about all about our guest today. Um, joining me today is entrepreneur photographer, uh, I hope I said that word right, um, Aaron Williams. Let's give him a warm welcome and let's let him introduce himself today. Hey, I'm a Aaron Williams. Uh, I'm a Waco native, and I'm an entrepreneur who does art in the aspect of photography and media. Right, right. Um, I, which brings us to our first question. What was the feeling when you became an entrepreneur? Uh, the feeling was I'm employed by myself on my own, and uh, it was a good feeling. Um, the feeling for me was, oh, I could, um, a young teenage entrepreneur, which it's, you know, number two, give us a clear understanding of what you do in the Aaron Williams photography. I am the owner, the CEO, the head decision maker, the editor in chief, uh, and I'm camera operator number one. Uh, I do photography. I've been doing photography about 10 years professionally. Uh, and I do weddings. Uh, I do any type of event. I do weddings, funerals. I do engagement parties. I do... There's not too much that I haven't done. So I do group pictures for organizations, fraternities and sororities, and civic organizations. I do church events. Uh, I've been blessed to do uh, some work for some of the school districts also. Uh, yeah, I've done a little bit of everything. Tell the good people where they can find you at if they need some good pictures taken. If you need your pictures taken, you can look for me on Facebook as Aaron Williams Photography. That's A-R-O-N uh, Williams. So it's Aaron with one A. And uh, I also uh, Instagram is Aaron with one A Will. Uh, you you find me there. You can message me, or we can text, and we can talk about your art project and your needs. All right. Young people wanting to become entrepreneurs. What advice would you give them? My advice to young entrepreneurs is not to wait until you are an adult to start your entrepreneur or think about your ventures. Uh, those things that you are thinking of, those ideas that you have, I advise you to write them down, uh, research them, and do what you can as of right now to start that process. And when you start, those things will fall into place. Um, young people, I wanted to add this in. Young people make history young they make history while being the age they are. I know a entrepreneur who has a business in Atlanta who just opened it and is running the bar and all of that good stuff out of his, uh, running that running that business venture out of his kitchen. But I also know this young entrepreneur by the name of Julian. He holds a big spot in the uh, clothing brand industry as well as I do, but he has launched his website. He has done a whole bunch of things. And it's it's just great to see young people making a change in this world because if you want to be the if you want to see a change you got to be the change, which brings us to our next uh, next question. In your opinion, what what quality should an entrepreneur have? An entrepreneur definitely has to be a self driven. Right. 
means they don't need someone to tell them what to do when they wake up in the morning. The things they they make plans, they set meetings, they they conquer uh, their tasks. You have to be a self starter if you're going to be an entrepreneur. There's no time clock, so you know if you if you want to work, you know two to ten. As an entrepreneur, those may not be your hours. You are on the clock 24-7. If you don't work, you don't eat. And that's the Bible. And as an entrepreneur, there's no corporation, no company behind you, backing you, paying you if you're not working. If you're not working, there's no money. All right. You got to be self-driven. Right. And as young entrepreneurs, we, we can be in school setting history, but we cannot be setting a bad example for young entrepreneurs. Like, even younger entrepreneurs below us, we can't be setting a bad entrepreneur, a bad example for them. And I'm pretty sure you know what I mean by that, by us fighting, by us getting in trouble every day, by us, different stuff like that in that category. Which will bring us to our next question. What does the word unique mean to you? Unique. The word unique means different. Something set apart. Something not like what everybody else is doing or has. Uh, unique is when you see everybody doing something, you're doing the opposite. Uh, unique is being happy with how you do things versus how someone else may do them. Right. And I want to point out this because when I first started the, uh, when I first started Batman's Back Cave, that's what the podcast was called originally. People told me that I can't use Batman. People told me I can't use this. I can't use that. People told me that I should talk about this or talk about that. Well, my first, my first say back to them was, well, it's your name on the cover of Batman's Batcave. But I had to take people's criticism in order to be able to hold a big spot like podcast hosts for this show and to keep continuing setting legacy for younger viewers to see it and to see, let them know that they can do it. They can do it. If they want to do it, set your entrepreneurship goal and do what you have to do. Which brings us to our next question. As your other title, photographer, set aside uh, entrepreneur for a moment. As a photographer, what is one thing that you, as an entrepreneur, what, what does that photography word mean to you? Uh, photography means uh, being entrusted to make others look good. Uh, photography means being a historian and being a keeps a keeper, a gatekeeper for those family images. Uh, being a photographer uh, means uh, seeing things that other people don't see, uh, detail-wise. Uh, being a photographer uh, means. Um, documenting the story and telling it uh, in images. Right, right. And like other terms, as I can answer that question too, so as my other title as being a teenager, I have to see things that other other people don't see. As a podcast host, I have to look on my social media every day to see this or that happening or to see that I have to talk about this next or talk about that next or invite this person on the show to let them know that I want them here to at least give another example to the people because I only have one I only have one mouth but my my words are big enough to get it exceeded to younger viewers older viewers you know our next question is a question that might temper you what is your why my why not temper you I'm sorry like you know 
But what is your why in terms of why did you start or why did you, why you know, like that in that going way? Okay, so my why for photography uh, probably started when I was a kid uh, in East Texas on my grandfather's family farm. I would take uh, Polaroid pictures of of cows and the work that my grandpa was doing on the farm. And um, my my dad actually uh, used to work for Channel Ten News and also for Waco Trib and Channel Six. So my dad was a video news cameraman. So. Uh, it's somewhat in my DNA. My my father uh, does video um, as well. Uh, but I remember when the first iPhone came out, and I had one, and that's back when everybody didn't have iPhones. Like, it wasn't a special book. You know, I had one, and so uh, people, I would everywhere I would go, I would take pictures, you know, and people be like, oh, your pictures are so good. And at first, I gave credit to the iPhone right. 1, uh, but later, I noted that, you know, you could take the same picture and I could take the same picture, the same thing, but mine, is, they're going to both look different. Right. But I can explain to you exactly why I did something. I can analyze an image and, and tell you what, it's, what the um, message is trying to convey to the viewer. Uh, so I started noticing that I was really good at photography. And then um, I actually went to the Art Institute in Fort Worth for photography. And there is where I learned even more about photography and more technicalities and, and got even better. Right, right. And um, you got to invest in yourself. There you go. And as a young young art, young art artist and entrepreneur, I had the dream to go get a business degree in uh, just business. They, my uncle set me aside. He said, well, don't you already know stuff about the t-shirt business, the entrepreneur business? I was like, well, I still want to go get a degree because what if I, this, what if this don't work out? But I set aside myself and I said, well, why are you doubting yourself? Because once you look up, you're going to see yourself in a big industry doing big things with big people. And you're right. going to look it back and you're going to say, well, why did I get that degree then? But I wanted to go get a degree, so when people saw my name, they saw, oh, he has two degrees, because I want to go get a degree in social work or criminal justice, either one. Uh, but that brings us around to this question. Number eight, what was your biggest area of challenge, and how did you make it a no-deal-with situation? Uh, my biggest area in challenge, oh my God, I haven't really had, oh, my biggest area of challenge is actually the market being oversaturated. So often, it seems like everybody is doing what it is that you do. Right. And in my case, everybody has a phone which has a camera on it. And so everybody now thinks that they're a photographer because they have a phone in their pocket, which makes people feel like they don't need me. But let's say, for instance, you have a wedding and you can't take your own pictures with your own phone at your wedding. And do you want 1,500 pictures from your wedding in your phone. No, you really don't, or you might. But people entrust me to come to their weddings, take all their pictures, process them, and then return them to them. And so my, my biggest stumbling block or my biggest issue that I ran into is there being so many photographers and everybody can think that they can do it also. And so uh, my biggest thing is knowing that there's enough room for everybody. Uh, 
uh, that there's there's enough space for all of us. And I'm not everybody's photographer. The photographer down the block, his style may be more what you like. My style may be more what you like. Their budget may be out of range. I might be within your budget. And so people uh, make the choices that they make, and then, you know, we go from there. Right. And as you do, I, I wanted to point this out, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, as other people are doing what you're doing, you're supposed to have a unique talent within doing what they do, but as of, as of they doing what you're doing, or you're doing what they're doing, the talent that they see, it'll be different from yours, because you have a unique eye for pictures, and I really like the pictures you took for uh, my the event with Darius. Thank you. Um, and it was, I had to point out the fact that it was bad lightning in the room, and it was bad uh, pitch, bad picture taken. I was like, wait, how he get that picture? And I was standing right in front of him. I was like, oh, he got a unique talent for what he does. So I was like, that, that's really cool. And it's really, really genius, if in my opinion, because I can't take pictures as good as you. There, there, are, there are some situations that are difficult. Uh, you know, the phone camera actually does most of the work for a person. So you don't have to adjust for the lighting or the speed of a subject that's moving. It's going to do the work for you. Versus using a big, uh, what they call a, a single lens reflector, a digital camera. Um, it's built on, it has a mirror in it. And so it's built off of mirrors and sensors. And so it's not going to do all the work. You got to put that thing in manual mode and you have to set that aperture. And you have to set the speed uh, that the camera uh, takes that picture in. And so the best thing I can tell you is if your pictures are not coming out the way you want them, change your angle. A lot of people don't understand changing the angle. Change where your light is coming from. Decide if you want the light in front of the subject or behind the subject, on the left or the right of the subject. Is the light even? Light has color. A lot of people don't know light has color. I'm just flexing now just talking. Light has color. You know, there's warm light, there's cool light. Some light looks better on other skin tones than other light. It may be taken in this light and digitally changed it to another. And so, uh, thank you for complimenting me on my skills. I've shot concerts. Concerts are very, really hard to shoot uh, because you're in a dark room. Right. And the no artist wants a flash flashing in their eye every time you take a picture. Trying to sing. Because you're blinding, you're blinding them while they're trying to sing or while they're performing or whatever, and that flash is just going off. Yeah, you say, "Oh, we like the flash." Well, not in a dark room, and it's the only one going off. So you know, a concerts, low lighting areas where there's no flash available, um, shooting through glass where there's a reflection, so you have to find an angle where the reflection goes away. I have a question I've always wanted to ask the photographer. What's so that? when you're in the press, I don't know if you've ever. But if the press is so close to up up against somebody's uh, back, how did they get that picture? Or how did they like fix the angle to where they could get a good picture about the press situation that they're up on hand? So you're saying when they're in limited in space, what right. you, you said against their back, what you mean? Like upon another person. like Somebody being in front of them? Right, and somebody's taking up. Because somebody is tall and they right. short. And you, see them. you know, the thing about being a photographer is being at the right place at the right time. And so a lot of times it's all about catching that moment. You know, while grandma is whispering in her daughter's ear, you know, while 
a husband and wife or looking at each other in their eyes or it's just all about being at that right moment when a child looks at their mother and smiles. Some things can't be recreated. I can say everybody says smile, say cheese when you take a picture. That's that's posed. Most people don't spend their lives smiling. There's really other facial expressions other than smiles that I capture all the time. Maybe it's a tear. Maybe it's a crazy look. Maybe somebody looking at what's going on, so they're making faces. And so uh, when you go back and look at it, you should be able to see what was going on. Almost, you can almost retell the story. Oh, this is what was going on at this time. Right. I had to uh, look at the pictures again because I was like, uh, I smiled for one second. How did you get that picture? <laughs> you know, you have to take more than one. So you know how when you get somebody your phone right. and they take pictures and you'd be like, they got five of them, they got 12 of them, you'd be like, none of these is good, but you got to go through them and find that right one. Right. So for instance, let me give you just an idea. This past weekend, I did a wedding. Weddings can last 30 minutes. They can last all day. This particular wedding, I was paid to work all day. So I took pictures from 10 a.m. to about 10 p.m. I ended up with 1,400 pictures. Now, will the customer get all 1,400? No. But I'm going to go with my great eyes, and I'm going to go through those 1,400 pictures, and I'm going to pick out the best ones that tell their wedding day story. And so, you know, um, you got to take more than one picture. Right. If a person's not smiling, say something funny. Do something stupid. You know. Y'all help me thank Mr. Aaron Williams for showing up on the CBW Brain Podcast. I am truly thankful because I couldn't find no one better but a photographer to do this. Because it is, it is a really amazing job and a really great responsibility that you have to have to take these pictures of people and uh, responsibility. The quote, I don't know if it's correct, but I heard it in Spider-Man, <laughs> with, great with great power comes with great responsibility. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take that down because I was <laughs> in the process of writing my speech for the use of it. But y'all help me thank him and um, stay tuned for the next Entrepreneur.